0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Break the truth! set you free! You can't handle the
1: truth. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. That's not how the
0: force works.
1: Uh,
0: oh, really? You're cold? I'm gonna make him an offer, again.
1: I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Hasta la vista, baby. I don't have friends,
0: I got family.
1: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me sure. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. Hello and welcome to the Creative Control Movie Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us for our latest episode. And this week we're going to be discussing the Oscars 2022. And uh, we're going to be going through all the nominees in the major categories and giving our thoughts, uh, feelings on it and our predictions. Um, So we're going to do a little bit of a scoring thing where we are going to discuss who we'd want to win the oscar and who we actually think is going to win the oscar and look at that variance. we're going to do a follow-up episode in a couple of weeks time with the oscars uh next week on the 27th uh see how close we were uh see who was robbed and see who was worthy winners uh joining me on today's show we have a series regular sasha and back after a quite a bit of an absence we have greg welcome gentlemen. hello Good to have you. Good to have you. Um, bit of a disclosure: we did, uh, we did actually do a first recording of this a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't until we started doing this episode that Sasha and I and a few a couple of the others were on it were like, we've really not seen many films that are actually on the Oscars list this year. <laughs> so we actually just kind of went away and we watched a bunch of stuff, feeling that we needed to catch up. And then it was just a case of, you know what? Should we go back and redo that? Um, we like, yeah, I think I think it, I think is right. Now we've got a little bit more informed because otherwise that was a very dead episode. It's like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Nope, nope. However, nope. For,
0: nostalgia, um, because... for nostalgia's sake, I should point out that I have continued to not have seen many of the films. So <laughs> yes. we'll support the old G recording cast. So
1: <laughs> absolutely, because but I think the thing about this year's Oscars is we have ten films in the Best Picture category, and I think maybe I saw probably less than half of them at the time. But then we also have a lot of um, categories where you have best supporting actors, supporting actress, and stuff like that. And their performances are in films, not even in the best picture nominations. So there's actually it's quite a wide range of films this year to cover all the different aspects. And, uh, and I think, you know, it's one of these years where films, a lot of them on streaming services, you know, with obviously Netflix and Amazon and you have the separation in America, you know, obviously with Disney and Hulu, then you've got cinema releases and it's, um, just kind of a little bit of all over the place. So some of the movies are a little bit trickier to find as well to watch and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, we're here. We're going to go through it and, uh, well, where should we start? Okay. Let's, so I've created a spreadsheet. So, um, I can keep a track of this. So we're going to just go through the spreadsheet, really. So let's talk about actor in a supporting role. So the nominees that we have for actor in a supporting role is Troy Kotzer for Coda, Cody Smith McPhee for the power of the dog, JK Simmons for being the Ricardos, uh, Kieran Hins for Belfast and Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. Um, so I'll tell you what, let's start with you, Greg. Have you seen any of these films and performances? <laughs> uh,
0: I haven't seen Coda <laughs> at all. Um, I've, seen, uh, I've seen The Power of the Dog, um, so that's good because mm-hmm. that makes up two of them here. Um, of them, I haven't yeah. had a chance of seeing Bean Ricardo's yet, though. I have seen clips of, of it as such. Um, and again, I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to. seeing Belfast. So once again, I'm uh, not the most informed, um, but I can.
1: But to be honest, that's probably like a lot of our audience. So anybody listening is, you know, Coda. Um, be you know, Coda. I don't even know if it got a big cinema release. To be honest, I don't even know if it's cinemas over here yet. Being the Ricardos was an Amazon Prime uh, movie, uh, and Belfast was only just released here back in I think February. So again, unless you've made that special trip out to go see it, it's um, hasn't been around that long yeah. to see. So. Okay so from what you've seen and what you've maybe heard where do you, where do you see this one going? Uh,
0: it's I mean it's hard because a, lo- a lot of what I'm going to sort of consider when looking at actors and actresses and uh, be in supporting or main role is is are they just being themselves are they are they kind of dependable and good or are they doing something that is, is stretching my sort of understanding of what they can do mm-hmm. um, and when we get to actor um, I'm going to be looking at it more like that. But uh, with this, I mean Jesse Plemons has always been very, very good and dependable. From you know mainstays like Breaking Bad to he's become more and more on the radar over the last sort of ten years and stuff and more stuff. So I found I thought he was very good in Power on the Dog. Um, but I knew less about Cody Smith Fee. He used to. I can't even remember what he mm-hmm. used to be in. He was a child actor, wasn't he? And then he was. He's
2: Nightcrawler in a, the X Men movie.
0: I think you're right there. I'll probably. That's what he was. Yeah. See, <laughs> which didn't exactly show his range. So yeah, I, I thought it was good in this. So I, I like the power of the dog and I think it will do very well. But um, I think in these, I think someone like um Kieran uh, Hines is going to sort of probably clear up in this category, I think, but it's hard to say because power of the dog is getting a lot of love for the Oscars. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, if, I think if it was a case of going for who I think, think's going to win, there's a good chance it'll be one of the mm-hmm. power of the dog, probably Jesse, Jesse Plemons, but I personally think that Kieran um, Hines should have it, but yeah.
2: Okay. And of course,
0: J.K. Simmons is excellent in everything he does, but um, from the clips I've seen of him and mm-hmm. being the Ricardos, it, it, it's no whiplash, so... Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so Sasha, where are you sitting
0: on uh, actor and a Supporting Role?
2: Um, Troy Costa or... Hang on. Kieran Hines was good, and Cody Smith-Fee are the strong contenders. Jesse Plemons didn't really bring anything to the role of Power of the Dog. He was just kind of there. He's been better in other things. Um, and J.K. Simmons was just J.K. Simmons for about 10 minutes in being the Ricardos. He didn't bring anything to the role other than just him being himself. He probably did more as J.J. Jameson mm-hmm. the Spider-Man trilogy. And probably um even more in whiplash to be fair um so i just think he it's just a nomination for him just being jk simmons to be quite honest um do i think anyone's been snubbed um i can't think of anyone for best supporting at the top of my head maybe for you know maybe in other categories but mm-hmm. um yeah i do really i'm really yeah i think the ones that I mentioned are probably the ones that I'd like to see get it. Um, I don't have a particular particular person out of those three because they were all really good performances. I think that it looks like Paraded Dog is aimed to cl- clean up shops. So I think the favorite probably Cody Smith-McPhee. If he got it, you know, I don't have a mm-hmm. problem with it because I thought he was very, very good in that movie. Um, but Troy Costa, mm-hmm. to do what he did without being able to speak, that that's some next level mm-hmm. skill. And, um, actually mm-hmm. now that I've said that out loud, that I really like Coda as well. That was a really good movie. Um, that's who, mm-hmm. that's who I'd like to win. So do
1: you think Troy might be your want?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, come fine. on, man, the guy can't even speak like in real life and stuff, but like he conveyed so much emotion mm-hmm. on screen without saying a syllable, you know, obviously mm-hmm. he's the sign language and stuff. And, the power of his face i mean like that guy made mm-hmm. that guy like made not speaking an art man because like the only person that could do that was fucking roger mm-hmm. moore and not a good example <laughs> not a good
0: example <laughs> <laughs> those eyebrows <laughs> man <laughs> but no those yeah, three, i've not those seen th- three, though, though. this fascinating yeah so
2: it's a, it's a really good film it's about sure. um this girl that wants to uh, pursue her dreams and stuff. Like, I think she's gone for a scholarship at school um, in singing, and our whole family's deaf. And she's the only person that isn't deaf in the family. And um, obviously, they don't understand her love of singing because they can't experience it. They can only go by what people say mm-hmm. around her. And um, the thing is, they kind of look to her, but, you know, she's like more or less a grown up if that makes sense, because she's had to look after her family by conveying information for them, for their family business and day-to-day life and stuff. It's a really good kind of film, really. Yeah.
0: I can tell you that the Oscars do yeah. like to occasionally throw out a wild card for something different. They're trying to be fairly woke occasionally. And uh, and if there is a performance which is you know completely nonverbal, it might be a case of it, it might get it for being something that is so different as you say jk simmons is excellent but he's kind of in the meryl streep sort of category of now Well, will nominate him because he's such a good actor and uh, jesse Clemens, as you yeah. said he's, he's, jesse Clemens is dependable and good but yeah if there is something that is a wild card and i admit i've not seen a single bit of it then um that might surprise it which would be you know which would be refreshing really to show that acting doesn't have to be just about chewing the scenery so
1: yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for me, yeah, I mean, you'll hear throughout this podcast, uh I'm not a huge fan of The Power of the Dog. I think it's not that it's necessarily a bad film, but I think it's way overhyped and the recognitions that it's kind of gotten. Uh in terms of performances, yeah, JK Simmons, he's probably only got about ten, fifteen minutes screen time in total in that movie. Uh what he does is fine. You know, it is is nice and heartwarming and and you know, he is quite funny. And obviously what uh being the Ricardos is is um it's based on one week of I Love Lucy, famous television show in America, 40, 50 million viewers or something at one point. And it's kind of behind the scenes and he's one of the elite characters in that show and then showing you behind the scenes and his interactions. But so, yeah, it's very decent. You know, the two. Yeah, I think for me, Jesse Blemons, again, it was a, you could say it was a very understated performance, but for me, it left no emotion It left no. No feelings or anything towards it. I think out of the two, for me, yeah, Cody Smith McPhee is the better of them. But yeah, my two favorite performances out of those is um uh, Kieran Hines for Belfast. Um I thought he was fantastic in that. Um, sort of like he is the grandpa to the young child and giving him uh, you know, advice and he's basically he's almost like a surrogate dad because his dad's away working in England uh, while they're back in Belfast and just a really, really strong performance. But yeah, for me, Troy Kotzor for Coda just phenomenal um as, as soon as i saw that movie i was like give this man all the awards that they that, that was them so troy is definitely the one i um i'd want to win um as who i think is going to win um i actually think the Academy's going to go with troy on this one uh maybe it might be a sense of guilt um in terms of mm. what the movie's about and um you know guilt towards a disability we never know but um, I think this is probably the one category where Power of the Dog might miss out, um, and I think I think he might win it, but maybe for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. Um, but I hope people are voting you for the right reasons because the performance is is that strong. So I'm actually going to go with um, with Troy for who I think will actually win it as well. Um, hopefully that'll be a nice yes. surprise. Uh,
0: be interesting is looking in our reflection sort of episode in the future is, is will there be if he does win it and fingers crossed it does based on what you guys mm. say is an excellent performance I, again I haven't seen it will there be a backlash mm-hmm. of people going oh it's only because of this now or will people take it on its face value so yeah uh, no exactly on. I
1: mean he's won some of the smaller awards um, around the circuits and stuff like that so it's not that he hasn't picked up anything um, so it wouldn't be a complete shock either I think if he was to pick it up as well um, so to recap, so I've gone for Troy Kotsor, uh for one and actual. Uh, Sasha's gone for Troy for once, but Cody Smith with Fee for actual. Greg, you've gone for uh, Kieran Hins for once, but actual Jesse Plemons. Uh, well, so,
0: uh, actually, I was, my actual is either of the boys and Power of the Dog. I just think Power of the Dog, is going to clean up Either of those? Cody All right, Smith cool. because, yeah, I didn't articulate my point, but I think that he's less known for being good and therefore will stick out more, but... Um, yeah, yeah. always just less known, not exactly. less known for being good, just less known. I'm with yeah. you. I mean, as we go forward, you'll see that I'm the same. I thought Power the Dog was okay, but I, I think I think it's just you know things like the Ballad of Buster scraggs a year or two ago was much better as a as a western and with much better standout performances and people like you know Melling mm-hmm. and things. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay.
1: Uh, right, so let's move on to. Let's move on to best supporting actress then. Um, so, our nominees in this category we've got Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter. We got Ariana DeBose for West Side Story or DeBoss. Uh, Judy Dench for Belfast. Uh, Kirsten Dunce for The Power of the Dog. I don't know why. And um, Anna Jule Ellis for King Richard. I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, so yeah um okay (laughs) i'll kick this one off so i have seen i've seen all these films um the jesse buckley fine but the lost daughter for me was very over the top and dramatic and for the sake of it It, the message for me wasn't great in it and she was fine in it but uh, that wasn't the driving force uh, of that movie at all um judy dench unfortunately is judy dench and uh it very feels, it very much feels like her in the movie. You know, it doesn't necessarily, like you were saying previous, Greg, you know, some some actors are just, they do their thing, yeah. and it's great because they're great performers. But do they do anything different or extra, which takes it outside the box? No, not for me. Um, but, you know, not that she wasn't lovely in it. Kirsten Dunst, um, I don't know where this nomination came from. Um, I I don't rate her as an actress at all, personally. Um, so... That yeah, there's nothing much I want to say more about that because it's, it would just be mean. Um, <laughs> uh, the performance in King Richard, uh, it was fine. You know, Shakespeare is always um, can always be tricky, and you know, Shakespeare stuff will uh, attract uh, attention uh, when it comes to, to mainstream movies. But um, again, uh, sorry, I'm just talking. You about think, King Richard, I think I'm you're thinking talking of about a completely Denver different Washington, movie. Yeah, I yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah sorry, of King Brilliant. Richard. Sorry, these. The Williams yeah. sisters, yeah. Um, sorry, completely different movie. Uh, yeah, King Richard. Um, she she was fabulous. Uh, she was really really good in it, um, and um, you know her, her on screen balance with Will Smith was fantastic. You believed in their relationship. You, um, uh, you believed in her passion, and I think you know she she definitely holds her own in that movie. Um, you know, so f- full praises for that. I think, however, in terms of what they brought to the role um ariana debose or deboss for west side story just knocked it out of the park uh her acting her performing um you know uh the switching between languages um kind of had everything for me so for me what she brought to that performance and that role um she was probably the big standout of it so you know the two leads were good but she was the best thing in this movie um so yeah so i'm going to go with uh ariana debose who do i think will win um I actually think it might be her as well. Uh, I think I've heard some good buzz about that and that performance. And so, yeah, I think I'm going to go with, with both on this one as well. Uh, Sasha, what do you reckon?
2: So I need to look at the list. Okay, so, honestly, everyone on this list... Are we looking at supporting, yeah? Yes, yeah, supporting. Supporting okay, actress, yeah. Yeah, I... Okay, I agree. Yeah, Lost Daughter, that's two hours, of, two hours of my life. I'm not going to get back. Uh, Judy Dench, <laughs> agree with everything you say. <laughs> Custard Dunks, well, she wasn't given much for doing that, to be honest. She's like, yeah, that that's kind of... To be honest, there's a lot of actresses that could have been nominated. You know what I mean? And has lost the spot to all of these people that really don't deserve to be on here. I think they're only on there because... The films are good. You know what I mean? Like there's been a lot of performances mm-hmm. that that's like that. you know, on many films that where a lot of people could have been nominated on this list. Um the standout for me is the King Richard one. Um how do you pronounce the name? Mm-hmm. I don't wanna butcher it. On a John Ellis. No, I'm not too sure as well. Okay. Um, well I butchered it
1: anyway, but anyway. yeah, John Ellis yep. the what I go
2: with. Yeah out of those ones that's the standout for me personally but thinking about mm-hmm. ariana debose you're right you're absolutely mm-hmm. right i think she's probably gonna clean up that i mean compared to compared to the competition it's between those two because they are the strongest performance and yeah. Ariana's probably gonna clean that's up how I feel. clean up mm-hmm. shop on that one um but yeah, I'm confused why the other three are even in, yeah, in the pecking order there. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. I do.
1: Yeah,
2: I agree. No, that's more um, a
1: lead
2: thing. Okay, great. come on. Oh, go on, Sasha. No, no, um, I, I, I had someone in mind, oh, okay. but it was more a lead, lead role than a supporting, but yeah. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Um... Greg what about yourself? i'm I
0: pretty much agree with both of you especially you Kenny. and i I I again curse and dunced, I thought was and dunce and I don't mean that in the same way as I think that Judy Dench was being Judy Dench because Judy Dench is, you know, Hear this is amazing and uh kirsten dance was <laughs> underwhelming and uh so yeah i agree with that um i i again i i i think i messaged such <laughs> so the exact phrase he used which is that's two hours of my life i'm not getting back when it came to the lost altar <laughs> um we were recommended yeah. it our partner and i and we watched it, and just just were like we had to we had to break it up into doing it in two sort of slots and um yeah but that said, I think Jesse Buckley was the best thing in it, which is quite a statement, considering Olivia Coleman is amazing, but mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman yeah. is amazing in everything, and in this she was just Olivia Coleman, she was mm-hmm. good and dependable, but mm-hmm. she didn't do anything, and I think she's done a lot better things, but that's more mm-hmm. accurate, so that said, yeah, I think Jesse Buckley was the best thing in this and was very good and was doing very well, considering the film itself was just bad um but I also mm-hmm. agree with both of you that I think that it the person who should win it is Ariana DeBose and the person who will probably Mm -hmm. win is Ariana DeBose. She was excellent. She was again, the best thing in West Side Story. And I really enjoyed West Side Story. So Um, I think, I think Judy Dench is the one person that might steal it from, from Ariana DeBose, but I Mm -hmm. don't think she will. I think it's, it's the year for her. I think musicals have been well received as of late and uh, yeah, I think it'll do well. I I don't think it'll do well Um, in many other categories, unfortunately. Because of the love for the power of the no. But I think, yeah, this is, is hers to lose. So,
1: um, for me, there's two performances in actually one movie, which I think either of could have been in this, which is Anna Taylor Joy and Thomas and Mackenzie mm. for uh, Last Night in Soho. I think either of them could have been kind of in this. Um, again, particularly probably Anna Taylor Joy. She should have been in ahead of Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, so. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure. Agreed. For me, you know, so there's, there's definitely, yeah. Um, so that that 's just one person in particular who kind of springs to mind um you know you could even argue just trying to think you know if you 're looking at performances um you could even say if you look at don 't look up, which has been
0: nominated um and i'd have put um, there's a couple of performances the in of there at least two people on that list there I think jesse Buckley was okay, mm-hmm. and i think yeah i 've said my thing on the uh, on um and done. So, yeah, I think, yeah, that doesn't get the love it should do. I think she was very good in that. So,
1: mm-hmm. okay, cool. All right, let's move on. So, we'll go to actor in a leading role now. Um, so, for our nominees, we have uh, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth, which is a film I was getting confused with King Richard. Um, So those are our five nominations. Sasha, we'll come to you first.
2: Okay, so straight off the bat, um, you know, a lot of these are okay performances. Um, Denzel brings in not one of his strongest in this. He's good in this, but You know, usually when Denzel Washington's, like, nominated, you know he's going to win, and he's going to blow the socks off of everyone, but (laughs) he's up against Will Smith at his Mm -hmm. best. You know, Will Smith is renowned for being Mm -hmm. big Willie Smith, Fresh Prince in just about every movie, but every now and again, he'll whoop out a really good, phenomenal performance that makes you think, why don't you do more of this, dude? Like... Just keep that shit for bad boys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's your franchise thing. And actually just go for it because he's done it about three times over with, um, with, uh, what was it? Ali, even though I didn't like Ali, I appreciated his performance. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the one with his performance, um, which was Jaden Smith. Yes. Fantastic movie. Probably one of his, probably Mm -hmm. one of his best roles like ever. Okay. So, and, I think the mm-hmm. biggest Will Smith thing that never came to fruition was Django Unchained because that was written for him. He was supposed to be the Jamie Foxx role, but he yeah. wanted it, He wanted to have the one-liners so it could be more like a Will Smith film. And I think if he gave a very subtle performance, mm-hmm. the way Jamie Foxx owned that film, that best actor would have, you know, that would have cleaned up maybe because one, it's a kick-ass film and two, like Will Smith not, you know, playing against type. So it's very rare when he does that. And when he does, he's usually very, very good. And King Richard, he owns it. He owns it. But the stiff competition here, because there are two people that I'm really rooting for. If Will Smith gets it, I have no problem with that. Andrew Garfield Mm -hmm. in Tick, Tick, Boom, fucking owns that whole fucking movie. What a performance, man. And for a guy Mm -hmm. that didn't know how to sing before going in, shit man kind of gives every every person hope man but that was that that was a phenomenal film phenomenal <laughs> yeah. performance um when i look at Javier bardem although i enjoyed his performance it was just him you know him being him if that makes sense with a really good script and same goes with benedict cumberbatch i mean mm-hmm. benedict cumberbatch is a phenomenal actor but power of the dog i uh, don't he's done better he's been nominated for better I just think he's just there because he is renowned. Mm-hmm. You know, he's reached that stratosphere now where he is that Oscar contender that you kind of expect him. You, you know what I mean? And I just think the film was in the running mm-hmm. um, anyway for best picture. And they looked at who was in there. And it was like, Oh, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, he's got a leading man's role.
1: Um, I think Netflix, Yeah, I think Netflix threw a lot of money at oh, this. Yeah, of, course they, it, of course they, of course they needed to be in terms of,
2: and, yeah. and, I mean, there are a lot of films that came out this year that probably, you know, like I thought Clint Eastwood in Cry Macho was really good, snubbed. Um, and mm-hmm. it was also kind of like, that's one he came out of retirement for. It was like, actually, you know what? This is my last hurrah. You know what I mean? And That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the performance deserves an Oscar. I don't think the movie should have been best picture or anything, but the performance was real good. Um, another one, this is the biggest snub. Johnny Depp for Minnie Marta, Fantastic movie. Great movie. Um, his best performance in years, where he's not mm-hmm. fucking going, hey, look at me, I'm Jack Sparrow, or doing some ooky kooky fucking shit. Um, you know, but, you know, mm-hmm. he, he got snubbed for obvious reasons, um, which I'm not going to go into because we want this podcast to get loads of clicks, but JD should have cleaned up. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And um, Adam Driver, man. Hasaguchi, Hell, yeah. even the last night, last jewel, whatever the hell it's called. Like the Adam, last jewel. Yeah. Adam, but maybe it's because he was nominated last year or the year before or something. That's probably what, why he's not in the running, but that's a guy that consistently puts in a decent fucking effort and not on here. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple of people where I'd be like, hang on, th- w- what's going on guys? Come on, what's going on? But it looks like, I think I think Will Smith is going to win, personally. Or it could just okay. be, or, or it could just become a batch because of the way Netflix are pushing *Power of the Dog*. I don't think Denzel was strong mm-hmm. enough this year, to be quite honest. Um, after watching *Tragedy and Mixed Mess*, good performance, good film, um, but ideally, when you're up against these actors here, and if that's that's the running not the strongest on the list. And that's actually quite surprising for Denzel, you know, but Smith is really putting his all in Mm -hmm. bugging Garfield's phenomenal, man. So yeah, that's my, that's my two cents.
1: Okay. Okay. So who, so who's your, who's your final pick of who you want to win it?
2: Oh, you know what? I'm fine with either Will Smith or Garfield. I can't pick out of those two, man. They're both uh, out of everyone. They're the two that deserve to be on the list. The rest of them need to get out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing there. Um, personally, okay. And do you, <laughs> you think, know, it...
1: do you think Will Smith will win it? Then do you think Will? will... Do you think Will will I finally think... take it home?
2: I. You know what? You know what? The way these things work, maybe, maybe Will might take it home because he's been nominated but not won. Um, if you're coming at that angle, mm-hmm. um, but Garfield is really good. But then maybe it might be like this would be his second mm-hmm. nomination, though. Didn't he get it for? Uh... A Facebook movie, Social Network. I think he did. I think uh, he's. Thanks
1: for supporting oh. actor.
2: Yeah, yeah, for supporting Yeah, yeah actor. I was supporting, so, so not
1: as opposed to a lead, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think they both have a healthy chance. To be quite honest, I don't think there's a one over the other. but well, That's just me because they're both very good in very mm. different ways. So that's just me, anyway. But I, I can't pick;
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: Sophie's okay. choice
2: there. So
1: <laughs>
0: cool. And Greg, what about yourself? So if there was a category that we were going to be doing that I was hoping you were going to come to me first, it was this one. Simply because I knew that if went <laughs> first, then I would sound like I had no original ideas at all. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, bro.
0: No, no, not at all, not at all. No, no, it's your moderator, you get a pit, but no, but I, I'd i like to point out that I'm not just, just saying the same shit as Sasha for the sake of it. I, I I, have had a very formulated argument in my head. It just happens to be identical to Sasha's in this case, as okay. it was kind of to yours in the last category. I think I'm just on the page, mm-hmm. guys. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that um, – I think – yeah, pretty much mirroring what he says, I think if if you do a Shakespeare thing, especially if it's Macbeth or Hamlet, you will get nominated every single year. And you will very rarely win because mm-hmm. normally it is just a case of um, doing it almost as a vanity exercise. It's almost expected to be nominated. And I don't think it wins most of the time because, mm-hmm. it's, you know, everyone's played Hamlet. Everyone's played Macbeth. But Denzel Washington, as I said, mm-hmm. is, isn't as good as he can be in other things. He's nowhere near his best at mm-hmm. training day and stuff. Um like you, I'm not a big fan of, of Paladar. I don't think it was brilliant. I think it was good. I just think it was all right. I think Benedict Cumberbatch was doing American Benedict Cumberbatch. Um haven't really seen being the Ricardos. But, yeah, I think that – I agree 100% that Will Smith will win it this year, maybe because it's his time. As you said, he's had a couple of really good roles that are mm-hmm. against type, Pursuit of Happiness and things it is, he's time to be the new Leonardo DiCaprio of like, oh, he's deserving of it now, I think. Mm. Um, and in this case, he really is deserving. But again, like I said, I loved tick, tick, boom. And I think Andrew Garfield mm. was phenomenal. So by far, the one I want to win is Andrew Garfield. I think it would really put a sort of a pigeon amongst the proverbial apple carton and stuff. And it would be very deserving. He's, you know, singing, mm. uh, amazingly. Um, if I can digress and say, I know, I don't think it's one of the things you're doing. Um, I don't think you're uh, doing songs, you know, or score songs or anything like the best songs. But I think that the the song he sings that's used in all the promotional stuff, um, 13, yeah. 13, I think that's shocking that that's not up for best song yet. Billie Eilish, mm. No Time to Die and things like that are, which... it's it's Bond theme. It's an all right one. It's, it's not Madonna's one, which was awful and it's not Shirley Bassey. It's, it's just okay. But, but yeah, I think, I think Tick Tip boom was a phenomenal movie. Um, I think it was a great portrayal and the guy has just really sort of gone out of his, you know, comfort zone and just blown it away and stuff. So, so yeah, I want him to win. Um, I think Will Smith will win it. And if he does, I, feel that yeah that's not a travesty because it is his time Mm -hmm. as well really so yeah um i'd be i'd be upset if benedict won there and i think it will be really just pampering to denzel if he wins it because it's not his best so yeah no
1: um no my thoughts are very much in line with you guys um denzel for me doesn't deserve to be up in the best five if i was probably to take one which i definitely wanted to see up there was probably actually nicholas cage in pig yeah, um, I think that was a performance that deserved more, um, more than Denzel for sure. Um, Javier Bardem and the same with um, uh, the same with sort of like best actress in terms of um, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, they were two very, very good performances, even the movie even though the movie itself was okay because when I first looked at this, I was like how can two people for best actor and best actress and leading roles both of you in the film or not, when you see it you kind of get it I'll touch on that a little bit more later. But yeah, Everybody was very good in this. Um, and um, I think that it's kind of very understated. And I think it is always difficult when you are trying to play a real life person in a movie. And that's why often these performances get nominated because of how closely you portray all or how you take on that character. Um, but I think, well, my favorite performance is Andrew Garfield. That's who I want to win it. Um, I would love to see him to win that um just on the fact that he's done some great stuff this year on top of that you know so uh, you know he was in spider-man which is like the biggest movie of last year coming into this year and then he also did um the the eyes of tammy lee um and he was great in that as well so uh, i think yeah I, I would love for him to win that who i think is going to win i think benedict's gonna take this i think What Netflix have done in terms of promoting this movie and getting to the nominations it is, and I know that he's picked up an award preseason. I think Will Smith has done it as well in in the seasons, but I think Benedict is going to walk away with it. But I much prefer Will to walk away with it if Andrew doesn't. So my first pick would be Andrew, then it'd be Will. Um, But I just have a sneaky suspicion Benedict's going to win it. And yeah, I'd, I'd be annoyed if that happened. I would be annoyed. Um, same. okay so let's move on to actress and yeah so let's move on to actress in the leading role so we have jessica chastain for the eyes of tammy faye olivia coleman the lost daughter penelope cruz for parallel mothers nicole kidman for being the ricardos and kirsten stewart for spencer so um does anybody want to go first on this no, okay, Where the well, I'm happy fuck? to not um... <laughs> Where the
2: fuck Go was <laughs> Lady Gaga? Where the fuck was Lady Gaga, man?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, La- um... Lady Gaga's idea of an Italian accent in, it's, I mean, she's not at her best. She's, she was much better in things like, um, what's it, the, uh, oh, God, my mind's gone blank, the one that she did get nominated and did well in.
2: I didn't think she Is a I didn't think her accent was um, that bad, personally, myself, but yeah. that's just me. Um funnily enough, I've got a friend <laughs> hey, called Mateo. It's no Jared Leto. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I you know Mateo that we play COD with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mentioned it. I was like, What do you think of Jared Leto Jared Leto in um Hasaguchi? You know what he said? He goes, Who oh, sounds like my uncle? I was like, Really? He goes, Everyone has that guy out here and he was like sure for a lot of people they're just going to think super mario but it's like a not you know there, there are loads of people that sound exactly like that i was just like okay i said did you find it offensive or like what not he goes why mm-hmm. that was his question on that he's like why why so Fair it made enough. me think it made me think okay but the thing is though when i watched it I took it as it was. And the cinema, I was because watch- I was watching it in the States, the cinema I was watching it in, every time he came on scene, screen, everyone was laughing their ass off. Maybe it was maybe it was out of, like, mm-hmm. um, what the fuck is he doing kind of thing. But I, I kind of went with it, and it wasn't mm-hmm. only until Ken was like, dude, what the fuck was he doing with that performance, where I just started to think, oh, shit, was he really that bad? It kind of made me question it kind of thing. And then I just kind of let, mm-hmm. let it, where I just consulted an Italian friend of mine. I was like, did you find this insulting? And it was just like, no, why should I? It's like, I thought it was very good. did he just the same with Lady I have not actually seen this. Yeah, and it was the same with uh, Lady Gaga. And he was like, and personally, I thought she owned that film, hands down. And I thought she was very good in it, personally. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, kind of shocked that she wasn't even given a nomination. Because um, as an actress, mm-hmm. she, you know, she's done two very powerhouse kind of boss roles, man. And they're both very, very different. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of, I'm kind of really shocked she's not on there. Looking at the list that we got, I'm like, why the fuck are half of these people on there? Kirsten Stewart as Spencer. Now, maybe because we're British, we kind of know what Prince, and we're off the right age range to know what Diana was like. And when you got performances coming from The Crown mm-hmm. that are a billion times better than what fucking Kirsten Stewart's kind of mm-hmm. performed, like even in the trailer, she's fucking bad. It was like, I got to watch like three hours of that shite. And then I did. And then I really wished mm-hmm. I'd never because I didn't like Jackie either by the same director. I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. So it was kind of a bit of a psych up to watch that movie. And it was poor. And she was poor. Mm-hmm. Why is she on there? It bewilders me. Nicole Kidman was pretty good, but it was standard Nicole Kidman affair. Olivia Coleman, same can be said for her, but that movie was dry as fuck. OK, that's two hours I'm never going to get back. And that's not as bad as Spencer, but like, <laughs> shit, man. Um, Jessica Chastain, she was she was okay. She was, she, you know what, you know what? Like, if we had actual boss level fucking performances here, I would say, uh, you know, um I wouldn't even look at Jessica Chastain. But if that's list now, Jessica Chastain's like pretty strong in the running here. But you know what? Penelope Cruz slays it in Parallel Mothers. She really does, and for me, that's who I would pick out of that list. And hell, even if we had, uh, you know, even if we had like um, Lady Gaga in there, I probably wouldn't even look at Penelope Cruz. But I'd say that she was a very strong contender. But right now I'm looking at Penelope Cruz and I want her to win. Um, Other people that should be nominated, other than Lady Gaga. um, Hang on. Just give me a sec. Save that for a bit. Um, You guys speak because I got to do my due diligence and that might take a few minutes. So yeah, you guys speak. Yeah. There's no dead air.
1: Um. So yeah, I think yeah. There, for me, there's definitely a, a few. There's some snubs in here. I think that yeah. For me, I thought Lady Gaga's performance in House of Gucci was excellent, and I definitely expected her. So when I came out of that, I was like, you know, it's an okay movie, but I fully expect her to be nominated. Um, another snub for you know, another snub for me is probably the performance of um, Amelia Jones in Coda. You know, mm. she carries that film. Yeah. Um, in many ways, and it's like, well, actually why why wasn't she nominated for that you know is it her age or something like that i have no idea um but you know she is a lead in that movie um, and she's fantastic um another one is probably um uh aretha um sorry jennifer hudson for her performance as aretha franklin queen of the soul mm. uh that biopic um she could have been nominated for that so yeah i think there's definitely a lot of performances um that should have been in there, which aren't. In terms of what we do have, in terms of the list, um, yeah, Spencer. Spencer was a huge disappointment for me. Um, I saw the trailers, and you know, and everyone was saying, "Oh, a standing performance," and "Oh, this is going to be an Oscar contender." And you know, because myself and my partner, she enjoy, we enjoy the crown, and she really likes the royal family and all the stuff that can be associated with that. Um, we, I said, look, let's go to the cinema and watch this, because we hardly ever go to the cinema together. Um, she's much more of a series person than a film person. And after the film, she was like, this is why I don't come to the cinema with you. <laughs> it's just like, I don't <laughs> let you pick the movies. I was like, I picked this for you. I thought this is something that you'd enjoy. And the trailer sold something that was very different. This is based around three days over like, or oh, two days over one weekend um, at a Balmoral Castle, whatever it is. And it it uh, feels like Kirsten Stewart trying to do an over-and-top impression as opposed to mm. acting the part. Um, and for me, it didn't carry the character of Diana very well at all. It made her very crazy, uh, very seems very unstable, um, seemed very actually unloving and uncaring towards their kids, which everything that we're told from every other aspect isn't. I think they tried to show that in this, but for me, I was like, no, she's acting kind of a bitch towards them, you know, very dismissive of them. So mm. I know this is supposed to be the psychological part of it, but it just very much seemed like... Um, uh, Kirsten Stewart fashion show you know she just kept running down corridors in different dresses and shit so it was just very very weird uh Nicole Kidman I thought she was really good um again you know there's two performances here where people are based on real people so Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos you know when you match up her performances against what they showed in terms of the the real life images and stuff like that you do see it a lot of it and you know she's done it very well but you know, is it easier to copy somebody or is it easier to bring your own performance to something original? So um, uh, Jessica Chastain, out of the two, I preferred Jessica Chastain's performance against Nicole Kidman's. I thought she did very, very well in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I actually just watched that this morning because it was one performance I hadn't seen. Um, And, you know, she goes all the way through from being very young to right at the end, you know, and I thought it was was really strong. It's a very over-the-top character. um, So I can see why some people might be turned off against that but it, it yeah. was fitting as per the film and what was required. So, and I think, you know, from what we've seen of her previously, you know, she really busted out some really strong acting chops here and stuff like that. So I, I, it was good. Olivia Coleman, we know what a phenomenal talent she is. Um And I think... Her reputation has got her this nomination as opposed to the actual performance. Um, like you, you guys are saying, you know, when you sort of like think of certain actresses and actresses, actresses, and actresses they kind of nominate based on their legacy rather than necessarily their individual performance. Um, she, she's good in this, but we've seen a lot better and there are other better performances. The only one I haven't actually seen is Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, so I can't comment on that. But I do know that Parallel Mothers has made a lot of personal uh, critics' top 10 lists. Um, So, you know, it must be a strong movie. Um, So that is one that I am going to watch. So based on what we currently have, I think the person who will win it... um, I um, I wouldn't be surprised if... Um, Nicole Kidman went away with this. Because I think she is a bit yeah, of an Oscar really- darling. Um, you know, a little Via Coleman could, but I think, you know, she has won it recently. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Nicole Kidman went- The person I'd hate to see win it is Kirsten Stewart. And I'd really grate me if she did. But the person who I'd probably want to win it, based off the performances I've seen, would probably be Jessica Chastain. And I think she's definitely in the running for it. She could definitely walk away with it. Um, but i just wondering because of her name and what she's done previously, whether there's too much of a stretch for her at this point. So, yeah, I think yeah, Sasha, on I got there. you down as Penelope Cruz for yeah, Sasha, I got you Penelope Cruz as one wanting. Who do you think will actually win it?
2: Uh I think you, are I think you hit the nail on the head there with Nicole Kidman. To be honest, Um yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was an okay performance, um, kind of expected of her if that makes sense. But I think I think mm-hmm. the safe bet mm-hmm. is probably the choice. I mean, like, when I'm looking at people that could have been on there, I've just looked at the uh, BAFTA nominations that have just gone. And, like, Renata Raviz, I can't pronounce her name, she did The Worst Person in the World, great movie, great mm-hmm. performance, and also her first mm-hmm. performance as well. She carries that film, and, and Amelia Jones for Coda, um, you know, Lady Gaga was on there, mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson. Um yeah, this like, what, why wasn't this list submitted kind of thing? Um I don't know, man. Yeah. I just think I just think it's a very Yeah, I, I think I said all I needed to say about this. It's that probably category. one of the most
1: bizarre yeah, categories. Definitely. Yeah, it's because, probably one of the most bizarre categories in terms of nominations.
2: Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, no one um, no one okay, should so- be on here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Right, Greg, so what of these have you seen in terms
0: of performances? Uh, I've, I've seen a few of them. Some of them I've seen um, mm-hmm. only by watching extended clips to try to sort of prepare myself. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've I, seen half of the eyes of Tammy Faye, but um, I have seen Jessica Chastain, obviously, in that half. And um, she was good, and I think she could win. I think it might be a little bit more to caricature for the. Mm-hmm. I think it is a quite a, yeah. quite a bold performance, and I think, as you said, it's not a massive stretch for her. I think she was better understated in things like Zero Dark Thirty and Molly's Game, which I think was underrated mm-hmm. and is not excellent. Mm-hmm. But um, Olivia Coleman, as I said before, I think she wasn't as good as Jessie Buckley um, as a performance. Just as you said, she's she's there now because she's Olivia Coleman, and she's the new British mm-hmm. Meryl Streep as such, and uh, she's an absolute <laughs> yeah. sort of. Uh, uh, sort of a uh, national treasure. So um I think she was good in this. I just, as you as you both said, it's, it's an awful film. It's just nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she just mopes around on the beach for 99% of it and doesn't do an awful lot. It was a bit too arty for me. Um, so um, I, I'm going to say that of clips I've seen, and I haven't seen the full film of clips I've seen, I hope Penelope Cruz gets it. I think her performance does Mm -hmm. seem to be the best. I haven't seen being the Ricardos other than the clips of it, but I'm going to throw a curveball. I think there's a chance, and I really hope not, and I, I think we should have a third category. There's the want, the who we think will, and the who we absolutely do not want to win but I think the what the fuck category the what yeah. the fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> with previous people like anyone who's called Kirsten or Kristen so far, it seems to be on that category for us, I think, but, but, um, <laughs> but Kristen, yeah, I, I just, I'm slightly worried because as you said, there are better performances in the crown, but people love the crown and mm-hmm. people love Lady Di and people love these characters. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. got. W- that wouldn't surprise the, me. The, well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be compared to the last Diane movie that, um, that was just awful, the, the biopic. And I think they'll say, well, it's better than that. Um, and it's going to mm-hmm. go with the hype and bearing in mind that, you know, uh, Jillian did a better version of, of, um, Maggie Thatcher in the, one of the recent, uh, mm-hmm. series of the crown, but Meryl Streep mm-hmm. won for that role for Iron Lady. And, yeah. uh, and yeah. it wasn't a great film. It wasn't particularly great, mm-hmm. but people love, Biopics, as you said, Americans do
1: love the British, the the British royal family movies. It's true.
0: So Americans love the British royal family. People love biopics because then it's kind of like, ah, you can we can see how much you do. Uh, do do a sort of a a character. And the more weird the character is, um, so the little quirks of Lady Di, the shyness and the funny voice is no different from Maggie Thatcher being strange with her voice or Lincoln Mm -hmm. being very high and strange and squeaky and stuff like that. So I think slightly strange character, a bit of quirkiness if Gary Oldman and, and... and Darkestan, all these things have shown us anything. Is they love a bi-pick. They love the Britishness. They love the Royal Family. I reckon she's a, at least a curveball or sort of a white a mm. ball of someone who could win it. It would be a travesty, if she could do. So, yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that one just because you guys have both doubled down on um, Nicole Kidman. I'm going to say... Yeah, open, no, it's a really good shout. if really she could do it. It would be a travesty. Um, but I'm hoping Penelope Cruz by far.
1: Okay, Right. So let's move on to some of these. These should be a little bit quicker now. So, um, cinematography, so cinematography is up and we have Dune nightmare alley, the power of the dog, the tragedy of Macbeth and West side story. So, um, I'll jump in here quite quickly. So, um, all really strong in terms of cinematography can't, you know, really argue with any of them being there. Um, you know, Tragedy of Macbeth is like black and white, but you know the the way that it's shot is is gorgeous. Um, Dune is a beautiful film, even though I didn't; it wasn't great for me. You know, it's, it's a fairly average movie for me. Um, uh, in terms of its visuals um, and the direction, you know, it's fantastic. Nightmare Alley, um, you know, gorgeous film. You know, uh, I love the aesthetics and everything that went in with that. Um, I think that might be slightly more for me production design than cinematography, but I think that may be for that. Power of the Dog, good, but um, for me, in terms of cinematography, um, who I'd want to win it, it's probably going to be West Side Story. Um, I just thought the it was just fantastic. Um, you know, just the, the you know the way the lighting, the shots, uh, the use of light in that movie was just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, so in terms of want, it's a West Side Story for me. Who do I think it's going to win? Um, I think it might go to Dune um and i wouldn't have a problem with that so i think dune there's a lot of love for that film and it hasn't been nominated in certain categories so i think it will clear up in some of the other ones and i think this is probably one so i think it is between dune and west side story for me so i i want west side story but actual i think it's going to be dune
0: can i jump in just because i really just need to say the word? ditto um i'm exactly the same i think that west side story the i mean the opening shot where they kind of come down like a wrecking ball and then zoom in and across Mm -hmm. the cement is it's it's just beautiful but more so than that as you said you've you've touched on the use of light but the way that they've shot it so it looks modern but still looks like it is not just based in the 50s but shot in the 50s while still being clear and hd and it was quite an achievement Mm -hmm. it looks like a 50s film but not like a 50s film because otherwise it would be grainy and stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah just beautiful um i think should cinematography go to things like doing which are stunning and are amazing but are so much done on in the computer i mean we've got to ask mm-hmm. ourselves i mean I, I think he was quite practical and he did try to do a lot on location where he could so um, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it should go to West Side Story. I think it will go to West Side Story, but I think June could be a contender. If anyone's going to steal okay. it from that, it will be that. I think. I don't think um, West Side Story is going to clean up outside of Best act, best Supporting Actress and Cinematography, but I hope it does mm-hmm. get Cinematography. So.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, Sasha?
2: Yeah. Um, so I personally think that Greg Fasler, did a phenomenal job in June, cementing that with the Batman recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Dan, 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 I can't pronounce his surname, but Nightmare Rally. when I I saw the movie, I I, I turned around to Ken Mm -hmm. while watching it. I was like, wow, that really is a really strong contender for that, for for that category. Mm -hmm, And I really wanted to say June, I really wanted to say June because June really stands out um, above all kind of thing when when first looking at this category because you know, it being Philippe Deleneuve and Greg Frazier um, it's kind of no brainer but the thing is the real wild card on that list is always Janice Kaminsky because Janusz Kaminsky, if you don't know anything about cinematography, he's one of the goats, okay that guy's done every single Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg film since Schindler's List and If you look Mm -hmm. at Spielberg's films, there's one thing you cannot say. Cinematography's on point. Even in a film as bad as Mm -hmm. uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the silhouette use in that film, the way the camera moves in that film, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's not why that movie was bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) West Side Story, I only saw a few days ago. Every shot, every frame, every every use of lighting, every camera move is done with precision and skill, okay? The framing is Mm -hmm. on point in that movie. It would be a disservice for that film not to get the Oscar, okay? It's Mm -hmm. it's unfair to the other contenders because the guy's the goat, okay? (laughs) And it's kind of like, okay, Nightmare Alley, not Nightmare, um, West Side Story, what the hell is he going to do now? And I want to say no to him I want to say no to him because he's probably got about 12 of these things with Spielberg in the course of his career. <laughs> but then when you watch at West Side Story, yeah. it's hard not to, it's really hard not to because every move, the way that camera moves, the way the shots are framed, come on, man, it's Spielberg doing what mm-hmm. Spielberg does best. And he's got the best in the business for it. And, you know, I wanted to mm-hmm. say June. all right, but I hadn't seen West Side Story and it's hard not to. I'd say, um, Macbeth, yeah. that was, that was also, if, if West Side Story wasn't in it, Macbeth was a strong contender because the use of imagery in that was really mm-hmm. good. And I think, to be honest, the nominations, except for bar one, were all worthy of the nomination. Um, I don't think Paradise Dog should be mm-hmm. even on that list at all. I think that's a sympathy vote there because yeah, I think agreed. that's what, I think Netflix yeah. I, I just think I just think there are other movies that have done what that has done a billion times better. And if there's any movie on Banner. the list that yeah. compare the kind kind the use of cinematography that that does is Dune. And Dune Dune uh you know, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to Greg, I guess, is that a lot of that was done practical in the desert and stuff. A lot of the visual effects were using mm-hmm. miniatures, so mm-hmm. rather than CGI because it was a very practical mm-hmm. effects kind of film rather than CGI-driven. So mm-hmm. um, I I do think Dune mm-hmm. was a very, very strong contender kind of thing. But because Kaminsky's on the list, it, it, I didn't want to say this. I know on other podcasts I hadn't seen West Side Story, and I was like, Dune, June, June. That's right. got to be West Side Story, man. Mm-hmm. It has to. So I never but thought I'd that. I told I'd you, as soon you see that, that movie, but, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's So like, who do you think will okay. actually win it? Do you think West Side Story will take
2: it? I think it'd be an injustice if it didn't. Um but the more mm-hmm. I'm seeing power of the dog nominations, I swear to god, if power of the dog gets it, I'll get I'll be mad. Um Dune, mm-hmm. I'd be fine if Dune got it. And probably Nightmare mm-hmm. Alley, because I thought Nightmare Alley was fantastically shot. But um again, mm-hmm. It's got to be West Side Story. It has to be West Side Story. Um, Okay. I'd be okay with Dune got it, but again, I'd still be like, that's a bit of a pop out. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, but Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So let's move on to production design then. So our nominations for production design, we have, um, well, it's the same. It's all the same films. It's uh, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story um, keep this production design I think that for me it goes to probably two Um, because I think the production design on Dune was fantastic um, but I also really rate Nightmare Alley on this one um, so you know I mean West Side Story could be there as well I mean yeah I think, again all of them should be there except for Power of the Dog you know the Paraper Dog, yeah, okay, it was like around a ranch and stuff like that. This you know, deserts and stuff, but Dune did it better. So I think for this one, I probably actually mm. I think I'd want Nightmare Alley to win this. Um but I think Dune is going to take cinematography and production designs, even though I don't think it should be winning it. So I'm going with Nightmare Alley, but I think it might be another Dune. I think they will be linked uh, cinematography and production design. Uh, Greg, what about yourself?
0: Um, yeah, I think that Dune is probably the most deserved, or I haven't seen an awful lot of Nightmare Alley, so I am i can't really, mm-hmm. based on the ones I've seen, I think I prefer West Side Story I, in the sense of I think it was just a better film, and, and I was really looking forward to Dune, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, but... Um, I, I think it, production design wise I think it is the whole concept mm-hmm. and building it it needs to be something out of the ordinary as you said why power the dog is on here other mm-hmm. than the fact that it's just nominated for everything it's how, mm-hmm. how much design do you need to make a ranch in a desert as you say so mm-hmm. um just when you incorporate everything from you know the costumes to the sets to the just the, the general feel I think the June will probably get it and I think it'll be deserved mm-hmm. deservedly so I think. West Side Story is great, but it, it is the nineteen fifty set, and they've made it look very period and stuff. But I think if you are going mm-hmm. out there and creating something that is a whole mythos and a whole sort of sci fi stable, then yeah, I think it deserves mm-hmm. it. So,
1: cool, Sasha.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think I am with Greg on this one. It has to be Dune um, because mm-hmm. they've had to create everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of physical mm-hmm. effects went into this film rather than digital. And I think it should be commended on that alone, Um, especially when we live in a day where CG would solve all the problems and stuff. Um, Denise Villeneuve, Mm -hmm. he's very pro physical rather than digital. So, um, and the use of miniatures were amazing on this, um, creating that world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I do think Nightmare Alley is another good shout from that list um, because Mm -hmm. the production design is evident everywhere as but then I'd expect nothing less from a Del Toro picture. So, you know, um, the dog, what yeah. are you doing on there? Get off. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I think West Side Story and tragedy and Mcbeth are also good, good chance as well. But I think the two strongest contenders are nightmare alley and June. I would want June to win. I think it might,
1: mm-hmm. I
2: think it might. And if it ends up being of a dog, I'll be very annoyed. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, um okay. I do think so, I do think oh, go on. I do think I do think the last duel should have had a nomination there. Um I think that's there's a bit of stuff mm-hmm, there with yeah. the last duel. And even the Green Knight. Um yeah, Last Duel and yes. Green Knight. Mm-hmm. I think I think they should have at least got a nomination as well. And on the subject the last jewel, I forgot to mention, I thought um What's her name? Jodie corner was pretty good in that. Um, I think she should have been mm-hmm. nominated for sure. And, um,
1: yeah, that's yeah good you show. already
2: said, you already said pig, But uh, other for, for other, for, uh, another one for best actress, Zendira and Malcolm and Marie. She does a phenomenal job in that probably mm-hmm. the best I've ever seen her by mm-hmm. hair, a TV show. She's slaying it. So yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Right, so let's move on to visual effects. So, I mean, this category could have been a lot bigger than five, but um, here we go. Uh, uh, I don't agree with some of these nominations, but here we go. So visual effects, we've got Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. So first of all, I'm just going to talk about some of the snubs I think could have, could, should have, would have been on there. Um, I think there's definitely an argument for, uh, Zach Shines Justice League, um, to be on there. Um, whether it's because it was released previously and it's like a new cut, but the amount of work that he did on it to release that movie, um, there's definitely an argument that that could have been on there. Sticking with DC, Suicide Squad, uh, that probably should have been on there more so than I think Shang-Chi. I think Suicide Squad should have been on there. Um, uh, Finch, uh, the movie with Tom Hanks, um, uh, Apple movie. So basically, it's post-apocalyptic world. and He's built like a robot. It's very much sort of like Johnny Five is Alive kind of thing. But, you know, Finch, the the amount of special effects that kind of went into that, definitely an argument for it. Um, Again, I think probably Eternals probably deserve a place more than Shang-Chi in terms of special effects. Um, And maybe No Time to Die as well um so that's just some of my two cents in terms of what we have got um look dune looks phenomenal um but like we said there's a lot of practical effects in there and free guy a lot of it is special effects that most that movie is because it's based inside a game but you know if i had not watched a video yesterday on the special effects of spider-man no way home i probably would have given it to Dune. having watched the breakdown of the special effects of spider-man no way home there is absolutely no way this movie should not win the Oscar for best visual effects. There's only about eight shots in that movie, which doesn't have visual effects in it. Um There is so much that I thought was practical and is not, you know, very, very small sets, which is enlarged by visual effects. Backgrounds, trees, skies, leaves blowing in the wind. There is so much. Um, Even just the Maguire's, sorry, not Maguire, uh, Tom Holland's suit, um, the um, Iron Spider suit, um, Doc Ock's arms. You know, there is so much in this movie. Um, Green Goblin, the, the whole him in the suit when he arrives, that's all visual effects there is so much in this movie. So if you haven't seen it, go watch the, the clip. Um, I think uh, Variety did it. and um, did a whole breakdown. I could watch a whole version of that where he breaks down the whole movie. You know, I could watch like a three hour version of that. It's phenomenal stuff. So yeah, for me, Spider-Man 1, an actual... I don't know. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to Dune. Um But I'm going to stick with my hope that it's going to be Spider-Man, and I'm going to say Spider-Man should win it, Um, even though a sneaking suspicion, Dune might take it. Um, Who wants to go next?
0: I can put my top in because it, it's very similar. Yeah, I go. Think that historically, the, the Academy has preferred visual effects that weren't overtly, sort of obscenely, just there and all over the place, because nowadays with CGI, everything can do that. So I think anything... That is, I disagree with the, the Snyder films as much as I disagree that most of the Marvel ones would be on there because they're just too, you know, it is a lot of visual effects. They've got the best people doing it. But I think, you know, back in the day where you were winning it for removing sort of um, Lieutenant Dan's legs and and incorporating Forrest mm-hmm. Gump into sort of old footage is is more worthy. And, and for that reason, I agree with you with the Spider-Man that I think that, the extension of things, and adding suits and stuff that isn't clearly CGI is probably better because we, we all know what CGI looks like. And it's like, yeah, you do it well and everyone does it well nowadays, which is more of a case of you point out the films that just do bad CGI because it's less common now. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. but yeah. So for that said, as much as I enjoyed the film and I thought it was a good laugh and the fact that it's stuff free guy is just too overtly CGI. It's a whole CGI world and everywhere. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's well implicated, but it's not the sort of film that would win an Academy award. Ever, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I think it would just, you'd be an insult or thing to, to most of the very serious, you know, people who are on the Academy. So much, mm-hmm. but, um, I also don't think No Time to Die deserves a place on this list either. Um, but yeah, Spider Man. Now I think I, I kind of for the same reason that you do, I'd like it to, to do better because of stuff. But as you said, I think um, I was thinking of the. Um, I forgot the name of it. The, the Johnny five's alive on Fitch, Finch, whatever. Finch. Um, I yeah. thought that would have been better because it was one person acting with one thing for a lot of it. And I think that's, yeah, takes a lot more. It's different if you're wandering around seeing Mark Ruffalo on stilts with like a tennis ball above his head and going, that's where Hulk's face is mm-hmm. going to be. But if you have to do a lot mm-hmm. of acting with that, then you're kind of getting more into sort of Andy circus, you know, most and captured territory and yeah. stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I still think June will win it anyway, so because June is just obviously amazingly visual effects, but as you said, it is mm-hmm. less visual effects, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot more um there's a lot more subtlety in Spider Man No Way Home, apart from the obvious, you know stuff all over there. there's gonna be a lot more to it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mostly agree, but I don't think most of those should be on here, to be honest. So mm-hmm. agreed. Agreed.
1: Sasha Yeah. Um
2: yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, June June was probably in the front running for me for the longest time. It still is. If it won, I would have no problem with that because a lot of effort went into that to make everything look seamless. They did use – the other reason why I'd say June is because they used a lot more practical effects than they did digital. And when they did use digital, it was such mm-hmm. a good hybrid bre- blend of the two put together that you – really couldn't mm-hmm. tell it apart, basically, because everything does look very physical in that movie. Um however, like that breakdown of Spider Man, what you gotta understand though, Spider Man was filmed during the pandemic, which means they couldn't get yeah. everybody in the same room at the same time, etc., for certain scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um the stuff they did with the kid that plays Flash Thompson, I would never have known that was a visual effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ever. Um, the stuff they did, <laughs> yeah, the stuff they did when they do it. Well, he yeah. couldn't. So, make, so basically,
1: in the scene where he's taking the phone call from Peter, um, that's blue screen. Basically, yeah. they shot the background one day. Yeah, they shot that one day with another one, and then they just shot him on a blue screen and laid it over the top it's seamless. You wouldn't have think he's not in that room with all those other students. So, yeah, yeah. because it was a scheduling conflict and, you know, some of it might have been scheduling, some of it might have been isolation and like I say, because of COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it just it's seems got, like that. You're just like, yeah, the I had no, no idea he wasn't in that room.
2: Yeah, the movie has more visual effects than any, what's it, than all three Star Wars prequel put together. That's the claim. Um, it only mm. has two actual mm. shots, two actual shots where it's actual mm not touched by cgi at all um and it was all mm-hmm. down because you know scheduling getting people there you know that kind of stuff and what once once you watch this breakdown you're just kind of like what you know what i mean like what in the actual fuck mm-hmm. man like how much cgi this is insane yeah and it's just the f- sheer yeah. work that they did and when you look at when you look at the film there's a lot of stuff where you wouldn't even think that it was cg or added or whatnot um is it a bit of a cop-out because i could say a lot of other marvel movies do do that same thing as well but i just think the very fact that that breakdown just blew me away in terms of like i didn't expect that that's when you know they've done the job right whereas you know Mm -hmm. although june does it just as well i you kind of know that that's a visual effects thing because of the genre it's in. You know, you know it's are they mm-hmm. going to create that or CGI? That's your first go to. But the more impressive thing is when you see it. Actually, it was physical effects rather than digital. That's why I think Dune's still in the r- running. But I must say, Spider Man took leaps and yeah, bounds sure. after seeing that breakdown. Where I was just like, you know what that that's gone from not being in the running to actually, I think this should win this. So,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think June okay, will win cool. it
0: for the same reason that sort of Fury Road did well. It's about taking the physical and then blending it with elements and tweaking it. And it seems mm-hmm. that the Academy
1: mm-hmm.
0: prefers that over overt effects, as I said. And so I think that will do yeah. well. But yeah, hope but, when,
1: but when you watch, it. but when you watch the actual Spider-Man one, you'll see, like I say, it is it is a blend, but it is more of an extension. So, for instance, when Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange's um, uh, sanctum, they got the front door and the steps. That's the only physical bit. Everything else at that same time yeah. is extended. That's all digital. The background, the trees, the sky, the cars, the leaves. I was just like, I had no idea. You know, the, the stuff where he's fighting Doc Ock on the bridge, you know, they, they built a little bit of a concrete street and that was it. You know, because it's cheaper than shutting down up a freeway on in New York, you know, and it makes sense. But the, the, again, the scope of like that it's yeah watch the breakdown it's phenomenal um okay so we've got uh one two list of three categories left so we're going to go for uh, best animated feature film so we have encanto flea luca the mitchells versus the machines and rare and the last dragon um the only one of these i haven't seen is flea um so that's the only one so i can't really comment on that look encanto is delightful The music is catchy as fuck. Um, um, You can't really say much more about that. But for me, between Encanto, Luca, and Ray and the Last Dragon, the Disney Pixar movies, Luca had the most heart and magic for me in terms of a movie. Um, I just thought that was outstanding. Um, The Michels and the Machines did surprise me. Um, I only literally watched it yesterday. I know it's been around for a while. It's been on Netflix and so many people have said they've really enjoyed it. It's very, it's a lot more out there. Um, you know, it's a good delivery by Sony again, you know, who did uh, Into the Spider-Verse, you know, they're really coming strong with their animation. And I have to say, you know, the visualization, the stylization of this was really solid. Um, but nothing makes me feel anything like a Pixar movie does. And Luca for me is the one I'd want to win it. Um, who do I think is going to win it? I, um... It's probably going to be between the Mitchells and the Machines and Encanto. Um, I wouldn't bet against Disney. So I think who I think will actually win it is probably Encanto. Um, Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go with. All right, who's next? I'll
0: go with it. Okay, um... go Greg.
1: Yeah, go on Greg. Okay. Okay, yeah
0: it was just silence. Dead air is never good in a podcast. Okay. Dead
1: air, no. Uh, speak, somebody speak, please. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, um, I, I enjoyed Mitchell Machines. It got a lot of buzz at the time that it came mm-hmm. out and it was, it was quite fun and this and that. I mean, is it the sort of thing that I'd go back and watch again and would stick in my head as, you know, and as you say, the Pixar stuff is just normally a step beyond. it. It is the benchmark and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said in Kanto, is exceedingly catchy and good and visually mm-hmm. is stunning. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it has one of the, the most earworm songs in the history that has beaten everyone in the charts and stuff. So true that. So, yeah, exactly. So uh, I think Encanto may get it, but the Mitchells versus the machines may be surprising in the sense that they might sort of just mm-hmm. yeah. give it to them just because it was sort of a bit of a buzz out of nowhere, really. And everyone's saying, Oh, you should really mm-hmm. watch this. It's so much better than it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I think Luke is full of heart and I agree with you that it's, could be best, But that said, I still think I'd prefer Encanto over it. So I think Encanto will win it, and Encanto probably should. But okay, I think and cool. Machines may be a dark horse.
1: Yeah, for sure. And ironically, probably a better performance from Olivia Colman than The Last Daughter. So, yes.
0: Well. She <laughs> <laughs> wasn't just mopey on the beach for no reason.
1: Yeah, exactly. She was a fun little personal mobile phone I'm trying to take over the world. Uh, right, Sasha, um, who do you have for best animated?
2: Me personally, I'd give it to Flea. Um, that was a really, okay. really good film. Um, sure, the animation's not up to scratch. Basically, it's based on the, this refugee who, who traveled from his conflict to uh, Denmark, I believe, or somewhere in the Netherlands, maybe Switzerland or Denmark, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure, can't remember. But literally, um, while living in Denmark, he one of his childhood friends became a um, what's that? A shrink. So we trust his friend to mm-hmm. like tell his story to get over his trauma and stuff because he had trauma from just moving from his country in the Middle East all the way all the way there. And it's literally a story about how he got got to the Netherlands basically. It's literally a story about that, how to go through mm, Russia, okay. how to travel on the boats and containers and stuff. He was he was a young boy, so it was really scary and stuff. And obviously, like his sisters had already done the trip and they made it safe. But every time he went, it was stuff where he was stuck in another country. Um, it was crazy, man. Uh, it was a really big insight into... Yeah, so see into into the whole immigration kind yeah of... i was just
1: gonna say so you've fled from afghanistan to, go, denmark.
2: Yeah. to denmark so yeah, was, yeah. he was fleeing afghanistan and, to denmark yeah and it was a really good story um really good story in terms of the culture as well and stuff and to be honest i was like while watching it i was like this should make a really i want someone to look at this movie and adapt it into an actual movie kind of thing. Like an actual live action. I think the material is there. Um, the reason why it was done animated is because, um, you know, his friend was like, this would make a good movie. And he was like, I don't want to be in a movie and stuff. Um, I want, if you are going to do it, change my name. And they were like, okay, how about an animated one? And that's kind of why they did that because the guy, you know, didn't want, Mm. didn't want his name associated to it. Um, but it's based on a true story. It was really, really good. Um, Not really one that I would normally pick for animation, but then you always get a movie like this that comes up every now and again. Um, But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was so different to everything that was on, on, you know, on the slate there that it really, really kind of like made me go, wow, like people are looking for original films. This is an original film. Um, and it has its own voice as well. The guy was also a gay Muslim as well, which plays into what well, plays into mm-hmm. it as well, which, you know, fair enough. You could call woke or whatever, but you know, the other end of the spectrum is you want original film. You can't get more original than this. In fact, that it was based on a true story as well. I was completely blown away by it. Um, again out of the other films that are nominated i'd say luca is definitely the one that i would pick out of everything else although i had a lot of fun with mitchell and machines mm-hmm. that was a really really good joy to watch i think yeah, the weakest yeah. film on that list is encanto um for me anyway um i just mm-hmm. thought the ending was just kind of like cookie cutter and was like okay cool i get it like good you know like whatever in it like cool but i just didn't care for it you know it was just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Another Disney movie um off the week. Um cool. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Um that's animated. Hopefully gets it. But I think Luca Luca's probably more deserving and probably the one that should get it. Um but
1: we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So do you so do you want Flea to win it, but you think Luca might?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, I'd like fully to get it, yeah. but I think okay. we can buy Cool. Because it's Disney, Pixar. All right. Disney, okay, Pixar,
1: cool. and, All right. You know. right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it'd be great to see something independent like that win. And based on what you said, you know, yeah, I'm mm. going to check it out because I actually had no idea what it was about, to be honest, so I hadn't even seen or heard of it. So um, that sounds really fascinating. Okay, so we, uh, we're off to our last two categories, um, which is Best Director and Best Picture. So we'll we'll start with best director. So we have best directors. We have Belfast, Kenneth Branagh, Drive My Car, Yusuke Amaguchi. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. Uh, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, The Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. So before we decide who is our who our picks for those. Is there any directors you feel should be on that list who are not? Sasha, I will start with you. <laughs> Ridley
2: Scott for both of his movies, Lost Jewel and mm-hmm. uh Asaguchi. Um mm-hmm. That's about it off the top of my head. Oh, um George Clooney for The Tender Bar.
1: Yeah. What about uh, Vilna for Dune?
2: Oh shit, I forgot all you know what? I don't know why I forgot all about that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest snub, personally. I think mm-hmm. Villeneuve should've got it for Dune. Um well, should be nominated at least for Dune, but um yeah, he's not there. I kinda I kinda gave up when mm-hmm. I when I didn't see his name. Which is kinda like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, I get it, cool. They're saving it for next year or whenever the fuck the second one comes out, but we'll see um but
1: yeah yeah the tender bar was great and i think it's a good shout about george clooney but not enough love for that movie you know you could argue ben affleck should have got a best supporting nod for that so um yeah but greg it yeah right it was a good performance so yeah it was uh bad haircut greg who do you think (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greg, is there any snubs
0: that, or people you think should have been on this list? Um, off the top of my head, just the one you mentioned, Vilner. I think that it's it's either going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be a case of, come the second one, they'll do a Return of the King and give it even more love, you know, from, from the acting and directing side of things. But mostly I think they look at it as a sci-fi film, even though it's trying to be this sprawling epic and things, I think it's not serious enough for the Academy to be in the... In, to really be represented in the top four very often. So I think it's mm. going to be getting the effects ones, which is what, you know, films that are good but not of serious enough calibre often get. It's like, no, you're only getting the, the technicals. And uh, I think Villeneuve would have probably liked to have been on this list, but isn't. So, um, But yeah, they're the, they're the ones that are off the top of my head. I haven't seen the George Clooney film, so.
2: Okay. R- random one I think um, should have been on uh, there is uh philip baranti for boiling point that's his first that's his exactly first feature. what i was about to say yeah that's mm-hmm. his first feature and man that guy f- really hits it out the park with that that was such a good film mm-hmm. um yeah
1: yeah it's based on a short he did so he did a short version of this with stephen graham and then because of the buzz and everything he got he ended up doing a feature version of it mm. Uh, again, with Stephen Graham and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, he was for some BAFTAs uh, as in terms of best new talent and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah,
0: for me, he could definitely, definitely be up there. It's surprisingly um, to me then based on, I I think I saw something about this but don't know much about it, but it's amazing to me if that was the case, that Stephen Graham isn't in any of the awards because he mm. seems to be quite well-loved and is, is normally yes. very, very dependable. Thought of he
1: is one of my favourite actors. He is one of my favorite actors. Um, absolutely.
2: Um, just, to, just, to just to be film fair, I he should. He, we, we didn't actually talk. He should have. He should have got like best Go actor. He should have been in the best actor category at least mm-hmm. for that film. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Totally I just don't think the movie it. got the exposure in the states. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It just didn't get the exposure in the states. That movie It's very much a British movie, and that's why it was, it was nominated over here for Best Actor. But yeah, it just didn't get the exposure in America, which is uh, why uh, I didn't see question.
0: that. question: I don't know if this is something I'm missing because of cutoff dates and this and that. Why is um why is the Batman not represented in more categories and things? Is it just the release oh, dates? Next so it'll be up for next year. because because yeah, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it might be the case because it's not represented in anything. But yeah, I I, I hope Matt yeah. Reeves does get a potential directing nod for for that because I think yeah, it, it's, it's quite, more than it a lot. comic book movie. It's more film noir and and such. And yeah,
1: he'll be up for a lot cinematography, production design. I'm sure that yeah. movie will be up for a lot sound, all that kind of stuff. Um, one actually, I forgot to mention in terms of special effects or visual effects was uh, Ghostbusters, Afterlife. Mm, yes, Um Really There's well done. a shout that that should have been in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so best director of who we've got. So Belfast, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, it's very much a personal story to Kenneth Branagh. Um, it's sort of like semi-autobiographical. Um, Licorice Pizza, well-directed, but just the movie didn't speak that much to me. I know it's one of Sasha's favourites of last year. Just... Didn't get along with it. Um, I said to him, I haven't seen that much money, much running in a movie since the last Tom Cruise movie. There was just (laughs) just endless shots of people running in that film. It was really bizarre. West Side Story, from a directing standpoint, really strong contender. Um, Even though it doesn't necessarily have all the acting performances and everything else in it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he took that home. Who I'd want to win it would probably be Kenneth Branagh for Belfast uh, from a directing point of view. I think um, that's the person out of those options who I take it, who is going to win it. It's going to be Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. I can't see anybody else winning that category, unfortunately, even though personally I don't think that is the right choice. I think that's the way the Oscars going to go.
0: Um, so that's my picks. Um, Greg, what are your picks? So um, I agree that Power of the Dog is almost Jane Campion is going to get it these... She's waited a long time, obviously, the piano she got some recognition for. So it's been a while, and there's so much love for this film. It's slightly unjustifiedly Mm -hmm. so, but um, not terribly so, but just I still don't think it's quite as up to its hype, because the hype is huge. Um, I, I agree, I'd like Steven Spielberg to do... Better and do well. I think he's an excellent act he's an excellent director. But he's, I mean, he was one of the he was the Leonardo DiCaprio before Leonardo DiCaprio of snubbed directors for a long <laughs> yeah. time, um, and then suddenly yeah. started having a bit of life. But yeah, I just think the vision for this is absolutely beautiful. Um, Kenneth Branner I think, is an interesting one. I think uh, I haven't seen Belfast in its entirety. I've just seen parts of it. I think he really should. I think he's going to be put in the. Um, I don't think he will win because I think that the other films he directed, uh, um, death on the Nile this year, I, which again, I think is a good film mm. and stuff. is getting a lot of dislike, um, because of, um, army hammer and now mm-hmm. Letitia Dean, Letitia, right? Letitia who's, um, Going on full on anti-fax, so much to the point where apparently Mm -hmm. they're changing the ending of Black Panther two because of her rants and stuff. So I think Mm -hmm. you end up being sort of marred by association. And I think that he may end up having some people not like him because of his casting choices way before, you know, bearing in mind this was shot a long time ago. um, definitely not. It was shot a long time ago. Since then two of his uh, stars have fallen from grace. And as such, I think he may be punished for that. Um, I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. going to happen, but there is a chance that um, he will be uh, slightly tainted. Um, but yeah, if, if he doesn't win it, which would be a shame, I think um, I want Steven Spielberg. So I'll say Steven Spielberg, I want to win, but I think it will be mm-hmm. Jane Campion. Yeah.
1: Cool. Sasha. What yeah, you I, I
2: Yeah. I totally agree with you guys. I mean, um, What's it? for me it's a flip coin between Brana and Spielberg. Um Power mm-hmm. of Dog, I seriously man, like I don't even think it should be on the on the list, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. Licorice Pizza I really enjoyed, but you know what, Belfast really blew it out the park and uh, drive my car can fuck off because that was three hours of my life I'll never get back. But yeah, no. Drive a Kenneth Branner. <laughs> okay. I want I want I mean, yeah, I want I want I want Belfast to win, to be honest. Um I really want Branner mm-hmm. to to take that home. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. I, it'll be that that's the one I wanna win. Um I wouldn't be upset if Steven Spielberg won it because that was excellent no. crafted and you know the guy's the go, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um but with um you know I, I can honestly see Power of the Dog winning it, to be honest. Um, yeah, not because, not because it's the movie that, like, you know, deserves it, just because of politics, I think. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So moving on to our final category, um, we have uh, Best Picture. Best Picture nominations are Nightmare <laughs> Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. So, are there any movies that should have been on the best picture list that are not? First of all, The Duel. Me personally, yeah, I, I, I would say The Last Duel <laughs> could have been on there. Um, probably. Hasaguchi. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't put. Pers- yeah, Gucci. there's no reason why Spider Man No Way Home couldn't have been on there. You know, but they don't go for those blockbuster movies. But was it one of the ten best pictures of the year? Probably most people would have put it in their lists. The average cinema go at least would have put it in their top ten films of the year. But there we go. Um, any other films?
2: Damn, I just got rid of my list. No, <laughs> no, I think I've spoken about all the films. <laughs> okay, that, well we can that, touch on it. So So yeah,
1: yeah. So, so I think for me. I think Best Picture is going to go to um, Power of the Dog, as much as I don't want it to. But the film, best film for me of the year on that list, is uh, Coda. Um, I just think it's such a brilliant movie. It's it's completely moving. Um, it's um, Coda is uh, an acronym for basically uh, Child of Deaf Adults, um, and that's what it is. It's about this. Um, Young girl coming of age, kind of thing. She, both her parents are deaf, her brother's deaf. She's the only one who can hear. Um, she pretty much has to help negotiate them through life. Um, she has to get up every morning, go fishing uh, with her dad and brother, and, and be sort of that um, the translator for, for the people they're working around. Um, you know, and it kind of shows how how much they've relied on her that they haven't tried to make the efforts themselves in terms of being able to communicate with people who can speak as well. Um, so it does show kind of both sides of it. Um, it's about her wanting to go and do her own thing, but how much her family rely on her and her struggle with wanting to find her own path and being that support mechanism for her family. Um, some really beautiful performances in it. Um, like I said, Amelia Jones, she should have been nominated for best actress. Troy Kotzo, who should be who should be the winner for best supporting. Um, Marley Martin as well. She was fantastic in it. Could have been a best supporting actress, not for her as well. So yeah, there's so much love. I have, I have so much love for this picture. It's in my top 10 films of the year, easily. And for me, it should be the winner of this. But I don't think it's going to be, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm
0: wrong. Uh, Greg, where are you at? Uh, I, I, I haven't seen Coda, so I can't agree with that. Although it does mm-hmm. sound like it's a mm-hmm. sort of film I would love and which I would immediately agree with the sentiment behind it. Um, I, yeah, unfortunately, I think that will be Power of the Dog as well. Um, of the films mm-hmm. that I have seen, and I'm going to stick to those ones, um, I think King Richard was okay. Um, I think West High Story is great and stuff, and it could mm-hmm. be a contender. Um, I'm just glad I' glad that Don't Look Up is represented mm-hmm represented i don't think if i'd seen all the pictures that it would be the best of all of them but i think that it's been mm-hmm. generally snubbed quite a lot um nobody there weren't any supporting um, actors and actresses or stuff really mm-hmm. so, well not really just at all it's just got no love really um so i almost want it not because i think it's the best but i almost wanted to win just because it's been snubbed elsewhere and i think that it is a very interesting sort of um, take on, on modern society and a little quite close, quite close to home with, uh, with you know, with looks at the Trump administration and the uh, craziness in and around uh, COVID and stuff. So I think it's a good film at the right time. So I don't think it's probably the best film on the list, but as I haven't seen the whole list, I'm going to put that as my want to win, almost to make up for the fact that it's been snubbed in other categories. Um, yeah. I think that Power of the Dog will win, though. Uh, I think it's uh, mm-hmm. almost a certain... You know, guaranteed. Yeah.
1: I mean that like you say so many performances in there actually, even on their own. So even like Meryl Streep could have won a best supporting uh for that yeah for that film. Um as opposed to maybe Judy Dench in Belfast. Um uh Kate Blanchette was
0: fantastic in
1: it. Yeah. Um you know, there's there's some really, really strong performances in there. I don't know how so, much... Jennifer Lawrence even, you know?
0: See, I mean, I, I, a while ago, I would have said, I don't know how much the fact that it was a made-for-Netflix type movie would be would affect it. But that clearly isn't the case. As Power of the Dog is just, you know, smashing home. But it was, it was, you know, it was mm-hmm. a very popular film. It was the second most streamed film off of Netflix of all time, and it's like, mm-hmm. um, it's it was absolutely loved. But it's just not getting much love. So yeah, as I said, I don't think it's the best, but I think that I I want it almost for to make up for the fact that it's been snubbed for its performances
1: yeah Mm cool um sasha over to you
0: yeah um
2: this is a tough one because i keep looking at belfast because Mm -hmm. i want to say dune i really want to say dune but dune is only half a movie okay the movie's fantastic Mm -hmm. but it is only half a movie until we get the second half or the second chapter then i get then 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 you know, cool. But even then that'll be another half of a movie. So I can't, I can't honestly put Dune on there, even though I really want to. Um, However, West Side Story is a huge contender there. Um, Coda as well. But you know what? When I look at those from the list, when I look at the list, the movie that stands out to me is uh, Belfast, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Really did enjoy that. Thought it was a fantastic movie. I think it's a, be, a a very well made movie. It's not a movie that you know mm-hmm. did anything different or tried to be the biggest or the best. It's just a well crafted, well, well told tale, really. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, when I look at like other films on the list, like Drive My Car, out of the international films, how was that the best one, man? Um, worst person in the world fantastic movie um but you know what the hand mm-hmm. of god the italian film the hand, hand of god, of god yeah. that really spoke to me that was probably my favorite film out of the films that were on the international list and i was like to be honest if that film mm-hmm. was in this category right here i would say the hand of god hands down um right okay uh worst person in the world really really good film really good film and probably better than half of the ones that are up on here to be honest. Um, Mm. I did really, you know, I did really enjoy licorice pizza as well. um, But I wouldn't necessarily put that as a best picture film for some, for some reason, maybe some me thing. I don't know. But then now that I've said it, maybe I would, I don't know, because I would, I would watch licorice pizza again for myself because there's stuff in it that I really, Mm -hmm. really did enjoy about it. But yeah, I'd have to go with Belfast, then Coda, um, but yeah, I don't I don't want to see Powder Dog get it. I definitely don't want to see um what was the other one? The car film. The slow and the grumpy. Yeah, that, don't yeah, drive that. my car.
1: <laughs> so do you do you do you think do do you think that Power of the Dog will win it though?
2: Uh I think Netflix are really pushing for that one to win a mm. lot. Um don't get me wrong. Okay. I look I didn't think it was as bad as, like, say, Ken. Ken made out to me be, because Ken, Ken really was hating on it, and <laughs> I was. I went in with lowest expectations. I wasn't expecting to like it, but you know what? I watched it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought the ending really makes that film. To be honest, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for the ending, it was like, wow, that was a fucking boring ass movie. But no, the ending really mm-hmm. did make it. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but I I thought it was really well done, and I think that was that held the whole movie together basically. Um, upon that, it's not a movie that I care to watch. Um, a lot of the nominations are. Greatly exaggerated. Um, we haven't touched upon stuff like best screenplay and stuff like that. And I do think it's a good screenplay mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you can tell that was a that was a movie where they had the plot and the ending really made it. But best picture, best actor, best actress, best support. No, get get the fuck out. of here with that, man. Does? Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think that is the strong. I think that's the strong contender to win because you know it's fucking in everything. But I think it would be a big injustice Mm -hmm. if it did because there's a lot of better power players. West Side Story is 10 times the movie this movie is. Uh, Nightmare Alley as well. Um, King Richards as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I I would rate that over Power of the Dog. I'd watch that again. Um, But yeah, no, for me, for the list here, Belfast,
0: man. Like, let let Kenneth Branagh have his due, man. What's what's yeah. really interesting, no, there's, there's been an interesting point brought up about, you know, when we think of genre movies, things that aren't dramas and biopics and things that the Academy are automatically going to love. When we think of genre movies like sci-fi or fantasy or, or, you know, comic book movies and stuff, there seems to be a very, very interesting divide where you, there goes past a point where it's too out there and it's too you know, popcorn-y, and it won't get the love. And then everything else gets sort of damned for being in that category. Like, you know, the fact that Endgame and, and Infinity War were not in categories, which include best pictures and some... Good acting mm-hmm. is, is shocking, you know, compared to the fact that he just got all the technicals and these things always get the technicals and stuff, but it's a shame, you know, especially like, I think you won Endgame for Best Picture because they were amazing. But for the same reason, I don't think Dune will stand a chance. Um, maybe it'll have the return of the king thing, as I said, where it will get the love when it's a complete movie, but I just don't think it will. And I think yeah. Scorsese and people making comments and Coppola making comments about these not being real things is, is shocking and is not going to help the cause mm-hmm. so i would be interesting I'll, I'll hold this judgment for a year until until um, we'll see how much the Batman gets love has it done enough to be away from it but you yeah. know even mm-hmm. even acting is never considered in it with the exception of Heath Ledger that was really only because he died I know that's harsh but mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. because it was posthumous that he won and got so much love but yeah, it's, it's a story for another podcast, I think, because it's a very interesting yeah. discussion. But I don't know if Dune yeah. ever stands a chance in Best Picture because it's still too sci-fi for the Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's some lessons to be learned really from Lord of the Rings in a sense of, you know, first couple didn't get the the wins that it probably should have, but the third one did. Um, so you could argue that yes, Dune is only one part, but, you know, a lot of people felt that the Fellowship of the Ring should have won a lot more than it did. So, but, um, for me, because so much of Dune was flash forwards to the second part that we haven't seen yet, kind of takes away from it a little bit. But look, that we could, there's so many more categories we could talk about. Like we said, writing, original screenplay, adapted screenplay, um, sound, short films, um, you know, uh, music scores, you know, I think there's definitely categories there, which do more win in terms of like music, original score and stuff like that. Um, but a couple of shout outs in case you didn't know, these are now Oscar nominated movies uh, coming to America for makeup and hairstyling uh, Cruella, um, Disney's Cruella makeup and hairstyling um, and House of Gucci. They get a nomination there as well. Makeup and hairstyling. So, um, but yeah, we, we, we could go on for probably another hour talking about these categories. So, so, yeah, so um, I think we're all kind of on the same page. I think we all kind of know that um, Power of the Dog is probably a forerunner up for a lot of these categories. Um, we hope they don't win most of them. Um, but, you know, let us know if you're a fan of the Power of the Dog. Have, have we missed the point of the movie? Are we completely wrong? Um, have we missed out some, you know, people that should have been nominated? Um, so let us know your thoughts in the comments. But um, any final thoughts from you gentlemen at all before we sign off?
0: I just hope some of the curveballs in each category. I hope the power of the dog doesn't do as well because it loses out just in each category. It just gets beaten by yes. the just in close <laughs> second, maybe. But yeah, I just, it would be nice. I just think when there are, my favorite thing about the Oscars is is when something is pres- a presumed favorite almost, and then it loses out. For a start, there is no much more fun to be had during award ceremonies to watch the the really, really sort of faux smiles of the people who have just lost what they were almost guaranteed to win. It's, it's frigging hilarious. I mm-hmm. um, yeah. just want another like, moonlight I'm fiasco. Really happy few. Um, yeah. And let's hope that shit happens because that's always funny. <laughs> Moonlight, la la la, is brilliant. But no, I, uh, I hope that they call out Power of the Dog and then they realise that Warren Beatty or someone has screwed up again, and uh, that that would make <laughs> yeah. my day. But no, unfortunately, I think it's. Uh, I, I like it when it goes against the grain, where it, it throws a few curveballs, and that certainly makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, I
1: think. Well, I mean, sasha's like... talked about maybe doing a live stream uh, to do the actual Oscars on a live stream, so. Um originally I said no, but um I am I'm, I'm getting more and more tempted to, to potentially do that. So um There has to be a drinking game involved. Sunday night we need to um, create rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time I mispronounce a producer's name, oh, take sure. a shot. You're yeah. um, <laughs> in <it starts. laughs> your stomach. The engine, stream. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah, if you'd like to see us do a live stream uh, of the Oscars, um, let us know. Um because if we get some people comment on the video, then then I'll do it. Um if I don't get any comments, then I won't bother. So it's, the power is in your hands. Um Right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, General. Much appreciated. Uh, you can check out all our episodes, um, as usual, on YouTube. If you're not already, please make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're just listening to the podcast, you can check us out on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Audible. And uh, if you like some independent podcasts, check out Good Pods, um, which is available on iOS and Android. Um, it's fantastic for a lot of um uh, smaller independent uh, podcasts uh make sure you check out the geek monty uh who uh you know jesson who's been on our show and uh, we've appeared on the geek monty as well Um so sasha and i appeared on an episode of the geek monty where we've been in depth on the new spider-man movies that'll be dropping soon so make sure you check these guys out um right thank you very much for joining us and until next time peace out